So here we go, Life Jitsu, Art of Life, new episode, Frank Forza here, happy day, it's a great day, for a great day, ain't it? I'm heading down to uh, a little event here, um, I want to talk about a few things, I want to talk a little bit about hydration, right? one of my favorite topics, so important, the vast majority of us Pretty much if you're listening to this, you're underhydrated, maybe even a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, I want to talk about a Thai restaurant through my eyes. You go into a Thai restaurant, right? Some of the best food you're going to eat, Thai food. What's on the menu you can eat? What's actually healthy? What's the best of the worst? Just did that. Just went to a really nice Thai restaurant, good ambiance, great price. I had good energy in there. Food was good. The decor, the presentation. But what's actually healthy in there? So every time I leave a Thai restaurant, I feel like I just kind of had a food coma. They put a lot of sugar. They sneak a lot of sugar in that, in the coconut milk base, etc. It is darn tasty with the collision of the spices and the sugars and the rice and the veggies and the baby corn and whatever. They, they do some fried appetizers. Some interesting dip. I just had a dip unlike any I've had, like an apple apple cider vinegar dip, which was which was very impressive. But in any event, what's on the menu? A lot of us love Thai. What's on the menu I can eat and feel good and feel like, hey, every bite matters. I'm feeding my consciousness. I'm feeding my feeding my soul. Then we're going to talk a little about the habits of healthy, right? The habits of happy. What does a good day look like for you? And when you get away from that day and you're feeling down and you're feeling depressed and you're feeling despondent and you feel like the walls are closing in and some of you are really depressed and you're really, there's all these people around but you feel so alone. We just saw with Anthony Bourdain, the famous chef, the most famous jiu-jitsu blue belt in the world. 61 years old, almost a 20-year epic run, dead at 61 in France. On top of the world, everybody, you know, you you have the world. The world knows your name. The world loves you, and you still feel alone. What's a solution? What's a great first step for a lot of us? Because I'm so many people. I mean, I look at the suicide stats, and it's like whatever. It's it's statistically, it's it's a it's less than one percent of people commit suicide. But it just see, we all know, we've all been touched by so many suicide. Robert Fallas. Last year, right around Christmas time here in Vegas, the famous MMA trainer. I've had buddies, black belt friend, suicide. Another guy, super smart guy, working on his master's degree, blue belt in jiu-jitsu, sweetest guy, dead, suicide. And I know many others. And so that's on suicides on the rise like 25% since 1999 or so. It's just skyrocketing. And that doesn't include all the people that are that don't commit suicide, that don't kill themselves, but they're dying a death by a thousand cuts with just drug addiction, prescription drug addiction. They're despondent and they're lonely and they're they're trapped under the weight of anxiety and depression and their their mind are just zombified. They don't want to feel. What do we do? What are some great first steps to awaken, to start a new path? Because I've been there, by the way. When I talk about 
this stuff with the mental anguish, the mental load, being low, being at rock bottom. I've been there. I speak from experience. Not a drug addiction, but just where life got too heavy, where you're thinking, what's the way out? What's my next move? When does it get better? You keep praying and you keep working and you keep hustling and it doesn't get better. What do you do? Where do you start? I want to talk about that. I want to talk first about the the Muay Thai restaurant. So just went in there. Beautiful food. What's actually healthy? They had the tum ka, whatever, the the soup there, man. Wonderful soup, man. And uh, got that, but I made the mistake of not ordering it vegetarian. Now, were the vegetables conventional? Are they organic? They're probably conventional, right? So I know that going in. I mean, we can't live in a bubble. We can't live in a bubble. As much as we might want to, as much as I'm the organic tank and I love, love, love the organic. I don't like the flavor of my health, but we have to live a little bit. We have to go out. We might go to Thailand and we can't, you can't just demand everything be organic. You hope it's the fresh of the fresh, but. So there was some, you know, crispy kale with the dip there today, an appetizer. Some of the stuff on the exterior was fried. Of course, that's not good. I peeled a lot of that off and I sampled it. It was really good. The texture, that crispy texture and that kale, super healthy. No, it wasn't. So I went sparing on it. Had white rice today, right? Stripped of its nutritional value. Yes, some calories, but I had a really hard workout day today. You know, people ask me what I eat. It changes. I'm a spontaneous eater. I, I listen to my body. I listen to what it needs. Today I woke up at, and the first thing I had a banana. So in the first four ounce, four hours of being awake from... You know, it's Saturday, so so 8 o'clock to 12.30, I ate a banana, and I drank water, and I had a little tea, and I got out there, and I spent almost two hours under the sun here, Vegas, um, cycling, running sprints, doing monkey sprints in the park, doing push-ups, doing a lot of different push-ups from different angles, different holds, one-arm holds, running backward, sh- little shadow boxing, a lot of stomach work. I got... I got dirty and I was barefoot I got dirty against that grass you know it getting get itchy whatever but I you know just get down there get in nature get in that sun everybody else was hiding people hide from the sun here they're afraid of it it's hot gonna be a hot day today in Vegas no thank you man I need to soak under that sun those are that's some of the habits that I need I need to be under that under that sun feeding me soaking in it empowering me so anyway, I went four hours on a banana and some water and some tea. And then bam, right around 1 o'clock, 1.15 p.m., I'm ready for a real meal. Now, that's not a typical day, but just to show you, there's you're not a robot. You can mix it up sometimes once you get advanced at this. When you're not advanced and you're, you're a wreck and you're a mess and your health's a mess and your eating habits are a mess, you need to go more regimented. You can't do this because you don't have an awareness to do it. You don't have the experience to do it. So you need to be regimented, you who, if you're, not, if you're not advanced in the nutrition realm and you're not advanced in the exercise realm, you need regimen. You need to pretty much be told what to do, be led. And then eventually you'll know, you'll be aware, you'll become aware of little things, little changes in your body, your insulin levels, your energy levels, your digestion, bloating, whatever. You'll have a hyper-awareness eventually. It comes. It usually takes years. 
then you can go more on the spontaneous journey. Listen to your body more and your body saying, hey, you don't need any food right now, Frank. Go work out. So did that, and then I was at the Thai restaurant, like, what do I eat? And there's a whole bunch of stuff on the menu I'm not going to eat. And again, I'm generally not fond of meat unless I prepared the meat or someone I trust, unless I know it's going to be a great cut, organic, grass-fed, pasture-raised, no antibiotics, no um, no HGH, steroids, etc. Hoping that the animal wasn't fed GMO something, whatever. Um, so try to be really selective. Well, anyway, today they, they that tumka whatever soup comes out, wonderful soup, tasted really good. They had chicken, and they put like the most chicken in it anyone's ever done, right? So you know, I just ate. I'm not gonna. In that case. I didn't say to them, hey, we wanted vegetarian. We wanted the vegetarian soup. I didn't say that because it was my error. I'm the one that made the mistake. I did not specifically specify that I wanted the vegan or the vegetarian soup. So they gave me chicken, like by default. That was actually, I I took responsibility for that. Like, hey, I didn't. So I didn't want to say, hey, can you guys take this back and give me vegan vegetarian? Why? it was my mistake and I didn't feel it was like an $11 soup I didn't feel like paying another 11 bucks so I thought well it's my mistake I'll own it I'm not going to make them have to throw the soup away or something because of my mistake so I'm like alright I guess I'm eating chicken soup so I just ate a little bit of it and it was very good actually with some mushrooms in there and then I'm partial to a lot of the curry stuff and they had tofu curry up, you know, green, green curry with avocado and tofu, and that sounded appealing, but then I didn't trust the tofu, because I'm thinking most tofu, most of the soybeans are genetically modified, that crop is predominantly genetic modified, so I didn't want to roll the dice with that, thought, well, I'm already going to get the veggies that are conventional and have pesticides and God knows what, so let's, let's hedge the other way, let's not go with the tofu, the meat, who knows what that was, but, uh, so anyway, um, I wind up going with just some vegetarian curry, and I actually went with the white rice, which normally you'd want the brown rice, which is the healthier version of the rice, which is the rice before it's been refined, before it's been stripped of a lot of its nutritional value. But uh, again, you know, we're on budgets too. I can't be, you know, they wanted three bucks for the brown rice. You got you to gotta live within your means. So, okay, no brown rice today, right? When, when, when this fours of fit in the organic tank thing when everything is flourishing or whatever we'll, we'll spare no expense we'll have Thai restaurants at my house but right now we are on a budget like a lot of us and so we had to white rice it not bad not a bad thing right after an intense workout so got the white rice I got the red curry with veggies and everything there really good except I know there's a lot of sugar in that coconut milk that's part of what makes the Thai taste so good they I was like, man, I wish they would have showed me the, um, like the label. Let me see what's in their curry milk. And did they just add the sugar themselves or is it already in some prepared curry milk? Tasted delicious, but I could feel a little bit afterwards. Um, like, man, there's a lot of sugar in this and not necessarily the food sugar. One interesting thing with their veggies, they had some bok choy, which of course is a super healthy veggie. You want it, you know, I need to be getting more bok choy. I enjoy it. I enjoy the texture, the crunch of it. Um, of course, in the Asian foods, they they really embrace 
bok choy, which I remember Whole Foods used to rank their foods, and they rank, you know, for nutrient value and density, and bok choy was up there, had one of the highest nutritional scores, you know, under right underneath kale and things like kale and arugula and rainbow chard, which I don't like really the texture, the taste of rainbow chard, even though it's super healthy. But anyway... Um, one of the interesting things is they have that baby corn that is so popular and common in Thai cuisine and they had it there and it has a marvelous texture and it tastes good and good crunch to it. So I really enjoy it, but I'm thinking, I didn't know. I'm like, is is baby corn, is it like baby carrots where baby carrots aren't actually usually real carrots? They're oftentimes fake carrots. And so what's the deal with baby carrots? So I did a little bit of research, and as it turns out, according to the research I saw, baby carrots are very popular in Thailand. They are naturally occurring. Um, You know, maybe it was a GMO, whatever, but again, we're out there. We can't live in a bubble, and uh, not many Thai restaurants are probably organic cuisine. (laughs) So you get what you get. I was out with with a good friend, and that's what you get. So that was lunch, not going to kill me. Um, That was my experience in the Thai restaurant. My friend had some fried rice there, which probably not a great selection, but again, I had white rice, right? So that's real life for a lot of us. That's the the practical life um, for a lot of us, that the reality is we are going to be out there on a business deal, a business meeting, or a special occasion, a celebration for someone, we're going to be invited to a restaurant, a Thai restaurant, and we're going to have to make do. Sometimes it's a case of best of the worst. And so today, what would I rate that meal on a, you know, one to 10? I mean, considering like nutrient timing, hey, I had the intense workout and everything, I'd maybe give it, give it a, you know, um, maybe even give it a 5.5 maybe, which is not a great grade, but that's actually a pretty, that's a solid grade in the Forza Fit, um, in the Forza Fit program, that's a solid grade, you know, 5.5 is, is a solid grade, um, it's not something that I want to do every day, right, if I'm eating 5.5 meals and meals like that every day with all that sugar and then that white rice, that carb, which again, carb is a de facto sugar. So I got a lot of sugar at that lunch, actually, between the rice and between that curry milk. Um, and then I got some exposure to probably conventional produce. Then I got some of the chicken and who knows how that was prepared and whatever. So, I mean, there, you know, it was not, it's far from a perfect meal. It tasted really good, but far from perfect. But Relatively speaking, compared to most of your options out there, when you consider all the fast food options and all the crap you can eat, an okay meal, relatively speaking. I mean, certainly not top of the pyramid, and again, certainly not a meal that I intend to indulge in consistently. 90% of the time, I am going to steer clear of meals like that. That Thai restaurant, that food that I ate today, that is a delicacy, that is a and indulgence, that is an exception to the rule. And that's how you have to treat things like that. Unless you're going in there and you're doing a la carte or you're having them specially prep it some way. Um, and, and unless you're reading their labels and, and finding out that, hey, there's there's this sugar in the coconut milk, so don't get that. I'm sure if I, it was a very big menu, if I wanted to go through it and scour through it, I could have... Um, 
you know, been even more selective and judicious. But as it happens, I like the red curry. So that was me in the Thai restaurant today. Give you a little, um, little sense of that. So again, habits of healthy, healthy habits. You got to find what makes you happy. And I know just for me, I've been a workout freak, a fitness freak since I was 13 years old, lifting weights, running, wrestling, lacrosse, baseball, throwing and catching footballs, you know, skating up and down the street. I love physical exercise. I was landscaping for 10 years. Me, my, my buddy Brian Horn, Evan Horn, and their dad, landscaping for 10 years, you know, four, five, six months out of the year, landscaping under the hot sun. I enjoy hard work. We are like the farmers of sport, the wrestlers, the jiu-jitsu, you know, the jiu-jitsu, the fighters. We're like the farmers of sport. We love to work. We love to sweat. We love to earn it. We don't want it if it's easy. We will run as far away as we can if it's easy. It means nothing to us. So for me, the habits, I mean, I know the sooner and the quicker I can get out of the house, the happier I am. I mean, I need two to five hours of working out a day, some days more, and that's what my body's used to. That's what my body wants even now that I'm 46 years old. That's what my body craves. That's what it wants. So I realize when I'm in the house all day and working and even on the computer, when the cell phone is around me too much all day, I'm not as happy. I need to be out in nature. I need the cell phone tucked away as much as possible. The more that I'm sitting indoors and on the cell phone and online and not working out and not moving, it's just, it's very difficult for me. It's very difficult for me, mind, body, and spirit. And the same with the food. The food is what feeds you. You really are. I didn't invent the quote, but it's, it's fitting. Let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. You are what you eat. If you're there and you don't feel awakened, if you feel lost, if you feel zombified, if you're hating life, um, you're depressed, you don't care if you live or you die, well, I mean, first of all, show me what you put in your body. Show me your fridge. Show me your refrigerator. Show me your shopping cart. Show me, the, the you know, are you drinking energy drinks? Are you drinking Cokes, colas, sodas? How much sugar? You know, are you doing, how many drugs are you doing? I mean, you have all these things like that. That is you. That is creating you. That is feeding your cells. That is feeding your mind. That is feeding your gut, that gut-brain connection. If you're feeding yourself crap, if you're feeding yourself chemicals, then, you know, you, you're going to... You, what do you expect? If you have a clouded brain, a clouded mind, it's starting at the chemical level and the chemicals in the foods, the chemicals in your you know, in the, 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 the things you're drinking, the energy drinks, which you should not be drinking any of that crap. Even the drugs, the prescription drugs, which the doctors are telling you they're good for you. Come on, go research a lot of these drugs. Go research most of the prescription drugs. That is not a long-term solution to zombify you and put you on drugs that create 10 other problems. That is not a solution to me in my mind. That's up to you. If you want to do that, you do that. In my mind... In my ethos, in my philosophy, in my way, no way. In my way, no way. In the way that I think. I would not put that stuff because it's just trading one problem for ten others in my mind. To me. So you got to get 
you got to clean addition by subtraction. What do I mean? Well, subtract. Start subtracting chemicals. Start awakening to what's in your food. Start paying attention. And then start subtracting it. The sugars, all the carbs, the chemicals. People say, well, how do you know this study says these chemicals are okay? Because I just operate on the assumption there's a study for everything you want. I just operate on the assumption, look, if it's not natural, we can't pronounce pronounce it and we haven't heard of it and it wasn't intended to be in food i don't care what studies you come up with that's a core assumption of the way that i eat the way that i feed my mind my body my spirit you can have your core assumptions you can wake up and oh i trusted these studies in oh in 25 years oops sorry the studies reverse course and now there's a new study play no no way no thanks i have my core assumption and i stay close to it go natural go or as organic as you can Go the way nature and God and think God did it right. It's going to be hard to outdo God and nature. Okay, that's my assumption. You can have yours. You can build your world around yours. That's the way I operate. And so we have this epidemic of people, of suicides, depressed people, people on prescription drugs. And because a doctor prescribed it, oh, it's just good for you and you'll be fine and you'll be great and you'll be better off. And that's not the way that I view the world. That's not my prism. So... You have to find what makes you happy, what makes you whole. And when you're not feeling good, you got to start looking. you got to start changing the habits. Change what you eat. Start taking inventory of what you eat. If you think that, hey, what you eat has nothing to do, you're feeling like crap and you think that the food has nothing to do with it, well, you're probably crazy. That's crazy. The food you eat has a lot to do with it. And so for a lot of people, the awakening... If they want to become awakened, if they want to become conscious people, if they want to become mindful people, if they want to do things at a higher level, be your higher self, become a better person, for a lot of them it starts with some misery, some tragedy. Somebody close to them is dying. Somebody close to them died. They're dying or they're seriously ill or they're seriously depressed, whatever. They hit bottom and then the major awakening is probably going to come through Start removing the chemicals, start removing the drugs, start replacing it, start becoming an enlightened eater, a mindful eater, start taking inventory of what you're eating, start to attack, hey, start to to declare a war on sugar, stop being a sugar addict, cut back on the carbs. If you are going to eat sugars and you are addicted to sugar, well, you got to go with natural fruit then, real fruit, you know, that you're holding in your hand, hand to mouth, you're eating, not the a lot of the fruit drinks on the market, which are just sugar and crap and old aging um, fruit anyway. You have to start. For a lot of times, a lot of people, that first mover, that great change, it starts with changing the way you eat. Then you can change your habits, get out there and move, get that emotional ventilation. And that is a way to start to awaken. That is a way to start to change. And it's not going to be instantaneous. It's not a magic pill. It might take months. could take years you got to sign up for it. Okay? Start now, or you're going to look up in 10 years, and you're going to waste 10 years. Start now to reclaim, to rebuild better habits. That's how you do it. So anyway, I'm here. i got a full agenda now today, but I hope that this podcast was helpful, and I look forward to all feedback. I appreciate you following and listening. My website is www.frankieforza.com. Email frankie at frankieforza.com. Remember, uh, every bite matters. And uh, until next time, God bless.